0: So what is fully vaccinated? Because I'd love to know. Because what's clear is that vaccines helped reduce the threat of this virus, but it's not going to stop the virus. And more vaccines will be needed yearly. And yet we've got all these politicians making policies, like the vaccine mandates, based on benchmarks that were set when two vaccines were considered fully vaxxed and everyone thought that this was the ticket out because that's what the talking point said. Our way out of this is the vaccines. And so... We aren't seeing data-driven policies. And Dr. Tam has admitted herself, we can't keep living like this and we're gonna have to start living with it and figuring out how to do it. And we're not getting clarity on what fully vaxxed is, which is why I think it builds a lot of distrust. Francesca Grosso is a principal of Grosso McCarthy, a health policy strategist. She's also an author of a couple of books, including Navigating Canada's Healthcare, a user guide to getting the care you need. She joins us now. Good to have you. Great to be here. One of the biggest problems, and I I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that someone might ask someone in charge the question, like, what is fully vaxxed? Because we get the talking points, Francesca, as you well know, But um, the fact is, the vaccines aren't going to stop this. And so no one's challenging the Prime Minister on how he can talk about the science, but he's not following it to make these
1: policies. Yeah, so a couple of things. I think that one of the key questions is the definition of fully vaxxed. But I think the other really significant question is, given what we know now, is it reasonable for the state to be imposing mandates or lockdowns or passports? And I think if you asked me that question six months ago, I would have given you a very, very different answer. I would say that I agree that the state has the right to do it and that fully vaxxed would be two doses. But now science is clearer and it's leading us to two extremely different conclusions. And that's where everybody, whether it's the prime minister or other countries, are confused about what to do next because the science is leading us to two very different conclusions. And I personally believe that it's going to have to be a judgment call made by policymakers. And let me, let me unpack what I just said. When we started with the vaccinations, the belief, the overwhelming belief was that it would stop the sickness, stop the transmission, stamp out COVID and mutation, and that it would last possibly for years, Mm-hmm. And this would be sort of like what we have with polio or smallpox or measles vaccines. There was a very strong argument, given what we believed at the time, based on the science of the day, that would suggest that, yes, this does give the right to the state to impose however many vaccines are necessary or or lockdowns, etc., because there's a chance at ensuring we didn't have all of these mutations and transmissions. Now, fast forward, what do we know at this point in time is that this vaccine definitely stops you from going to the hospital or or dying. I mean, it really increases your chances that that's not going to happen. And for that reason alone, Alex, I will continue to get boosted and get my vaccine because that's good enough for me. But that being said, we now know that it doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop mutation doesn't stamp out covid doesn't stop you from getting it and it doesn't last for years currently the belief is it lasts about six months in fact dr fauci just went on tv the other night and said fully vaccinated that's a really difficult one because he said i think it might have more to do with when you were vaccinated than actually if you were vaccinated or how many vaccines so if you received all three of your vaccines 10 months ago are you really fully vaccinated anymore? So, yeah. we are, I really personally believe that this is going to be now we are in the realm of public policy decision making. And I think that there is going to be strong arguments on both sides. I think there's going to be one side that says, you know what, it's going to stop people from ending up in hospital. We have to protect our hospitals. But there's going to be a very strong voice on the other side and I think it's going to be the stronger voice that says the state does not have the right to impose sanctions or make definitions that are only temporary and force a person to have vaccinations when in fact the only benefit is to the person themselves and that we in fact should be the master of our own body. Which way you shake out on this says a lot about how you feel about a number of things. Personally, I do not believe that compliance will be there. I don't believe you can, in practicality, continue to enforce if it means every six months we have to get vaccinated. Sadly, I believe that a lot of people will stop getting vaccinated, which is not good for them and not good for our hospital system. And we're gonna have but but let me step in there
0: because that was not the arrangement Canadians made with the government. The government said, you know, you get your fully vaccinated, you've done your job, you move on. No one has even had the conversation. I know that they've, uh, you know, ordered hundreds of millions more of these shots for Canadians to get, you know, two to three shots for years to come. Well Why? I, I don't. I don't recall signing up to have two or three shots, and I don't think there'll be buy-in from people to do two to three shots. And so, if you're going into a courtroom on this. I think a lot of judges would have a problem saying, well, you can't even define what fully vaxxed is anymore, or, you know, so so it's going to be, I think, but, interesting moving forward yeah, as to, you, you know, how you're going to
1: get consensus a, on this. Yeah, and I think you raised a central point. But you see, I look at it differently than, than maybe you do. There is, no, I didn't, I wasn't expecting to get yeah. three and four and five doses either. That being said, I will continue to get them because I don't want to end up on a respirator. So I will continue until this this disease, as we know it, morphs hopefully or continues to morph into something that is less virulent as time goes on. I personally will do it. But it's a separate question in terms of what the state has the right to impose. And I would agree with you to say that I think it's going to be more and more difficult to, because you're not just imposing definitions; you are imposing a lifestyle on people, and sometimes that lifestyle involves the inability to earn a living.
0: Yeah, so, or or to get I, to the shot or the mobility. But the other side of this is, and you know, I think about it often. I mean, imagine if that Consigno deal with China had actually been successful. I mean, it's a one failure Trudeau should be thanking his lucky stars for because I don't think he would have had any pickup on this shot at all. Nonetheless, what we actually really need now is some leadership on clarity. If Dr. Tam is kind of mumbling it on Friday saying, well, you know, we need to revisit this. Dr. Karen Morris said, we've got to revisit this. What needs to happen to end like what we're seeing in Ottawa is clarity of here's what we're going to do. And here's how this is moving forward. We're not getting that. But
1: Here's the thing, Alex. This is, I, I believe there is a place for public policy to make decisions. Now I think we have enough of the science in that it is going to take some tough decisions from our political, our policymakers. I think we've we science has we've all said let's follow the science and the silent the science has now let us down a, a, a road that is split. We can go in one direction, the other, and that is not going to be a scientific decision. That is going to be a, a decision based on the norms, based on the appetite of the public, because public policy without compliance is not, it doesn't work. So I don't think it's up to Dr. Tam to answer the question. I think that the scientists have given us at this point in time what they have. And I think it's going to be re- leadership that is going to stand up and say, given that we know the following things, we are going to open up and some countries are doing it. That is a political decision based on where you believe the people are and what they can handle. If you have the argument that this could actually Stamp out the disease, that would be a different calculus, mm-hmm. but those arguments have evaporated. Yeah. Nonetheless,
0: you know politics and the way it works, and everything's very political, and sadly, with this pandemic, it's been an overdrive. Frankie, uh, Frankie. Francesca, appreciate your time on this. Great to talk to you, Alex. Take care. There you go. Francesca Grasso, who I have now given a nickname to, but uh, she is with... Uh, Gross McCarthy, and they do a lot of health policy strategy. So again, it's time to get some clarity. Maybe if people had clarity, there'd be less mistrust.